0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This is Jake the Snake Roberts. Just let me know, you need to listen to knockouts and three counts, or you'll see that damn snake again. This is the Ring of Honor World Television Champion, aka Shane T. Boy, the baddest champion you ever seen, boy. And you're listening to Knockouts and Three Count. This you're watching Knockouts and Three Counts, and we appreciate you. And uh, we are joined by the man himself, getting ready to go to war this Saturday, Mister Irish Robert McGee. How you doing, brother man?
1: Good man, feeling sharp, feeling ready. How you guys doing?
0: Not doing too bad, Corey. How about yourself?
1: Uh, hanging
2: in there, man. Hanging in there, ready to get another uh, week out of the books, man. It's been a long Tuesday, to uh, be honest. Glad to get home and uh, take the family for a walk. That, that was about the highlight of my day. I hear that,
0: man. I was uh, flinging the mail per usual over at the old post office and all that good stuff. But our guest tonight has a much more interesting weekend <laughs> than I is about to have as you're getting ready to go fight. Uh, March twentieth. So before we get to this weekend's fight and all those good things, throw out all your social media. Let everybody know where they can find you. All that good stuff.
1: Okay. So, um, Facebook, you can find me at Robert McGee, just the way it's spelled here up on the screen: R O B E R T M A G E E. And then on Instagram, it's the Jeffco Rocky, all one word: J E F F C O Rocky.
0: Tell me how the fuck you came up with that Instagram handle, because when I was doing my research to make sure I followed you and had everything all together, I'm looking like, what the hell? Where where does the Instagram handle come from?
1: Yep. Yeah, so I live in Jefferson County, and uh, that's just a county I live in. I thought it was funny. I actually saw a guy fighting on TV that – he was, like, wherever he was from, the something rocky. And I thought it was dumb as hell, but I kind of liked it. And, like, everybody, um, <clears throat> like, in the St. Louis like uh, area, really, kind of Jefferson County kind of gets, uh, like, a bad rap. So I just took it and ran with it. Everybody, everybody in Jefferson County loves it. I don't know about, like, if people not from Jefferson County what they think, but, I mean, I'm rocking with it. I like it.
2: That's, I love I, haven't, it. I haven't asked anybody or anything like that when it comes to, like, repping my city in that regard, but I'm from Detroit, and that's Fight Fan from the 313. That's where that comes from as well. So, you know, same type of yeah. deal. Yeah. <laughs> What up, though, John? I see you in there in,
0: uh, in the comments and all that good stuff. The homie John's checking us out tonight. Well, like I said, enough about us. Let's get back to you. So now we know where you came up with your Instagram handle. that has got everybody watching your Instagrams and all that good shit. If you're not following the man, he just told you how and where and why and when he came up with his Instagram handle. So make sure you're following him. But let's get to what we were talking about uh, before we went on the air okay uh shout out to roman isabel who uh hey you got your first dub homie because of yours truly on warzone but i digress but he's the one that helped us put uh helped us put together this interview so first of all shout out to you and hopefully there will be a lot more to come from the camp of one roman isabel but so that's how we got together with this but you're in missouri If I'm not mistaken, Roman is in Vegas. So, how the fuck did that happen?
1: Yeah, he's in Vegas. Yeah, like I said, so, I had my pro debut here in Sedalia, Missouri, and, um, he had one of his guys fighting MMA on the same card. It was like pro MMA, pro boxing, right? And, um, I was actually talking to this guy, and, um. We we're talking whatever before the fight, and then I watched him fight. He stopped the guy in the first round, and then he they all watched me box afterwards, and um we came up, he talked asked if I had any representation. I told him no, they were at the same hotel. We sat down that night and talked and after um after that for a little bit, you know me me and my coach discussed it, and we thought it was a good deal, so we went up and signed with him, so he manages me now, and it's been good.
0: hey, man, that's what's up okay. Cool. I met Roman because of a buddy of mine from back down here in Michigan, Mr. Justin Janes, who also happens to uh, either be teamed up with Roman to some degree or friends with Roman or I don't know the full relationship. But anyway, I know him through Justin. And uh, the reason why I brought up the Warzone crack was because I was invited by Justin to play in a um, Call of Duty Warzone tournament in which... Our boy Jesse was with me, Corey, and yeah. uh, Roman, and uh, I think it was one of the coaches over there at Extreme Couture were dead as we got the dub and uh, put them out the tournament. So it was all good.
1: But, uh, uh,
0: not- huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we put him out. I put, we went all the way to the finals pretty easy, and then we got beat in the finals. So I'm still kind of salty about that and waiting for my motherfucking rematch, Justin. But you don't want to smoke because we took you out too the first time. But um like I said, I was a little curious to how you and Roman were hooked up because of obviously the difference in um you know the difference in states and stuff, but that yeah, look, now man. makes sense. Um so as I was reading, it says the guy that you're fighting is a 20-10 and 10 MMA fighter that's making his boxing debut.
1: Yes, sir. So yeah, I'm how the hell does I'll, this guy come to be? Roman, yeah. So, I mean, we need an opponent. We we're needing an opponent. And um, he came up with this guy. I mean, he's from California again. So, I mean, I'm all the way out in Missouri.
0: And where's the fight Man. taking place?
1: Arnold. So, I mean, that's in Jefferson County, too. So, I mean, it's right in my hometown. Okay. And, uh yeah, so that's just, like, just out of St. Louis, about 20 minutes. Yeah.
0: So, so, they're bringing fighting. him into the Lions, then, to come face you. Because, yeah. as I can see from our promo, you know, you had quite yeah. a few you know, you had quite a few supporters that were, you know, sharing and talking about checking out this episode. And if any of you guys are live, feel free to let us know in the comments and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, man, tell me a little bit about that. Are you excited about fighting in your hometown uh, with the whole COVID thing? And are they going to have fans
1: there or? Yeah, so we'll have fans. So That's the thing, yeah. St. Louis County and St. Louis City is pretty restricted, but all on the outside, it's weird how it works. I mean, all on the outside, like Jefferson County, St. Charles County, two neighboring counties, I mean, it's pretty much full go. Like, you can do whatever you want. So, I mean, we'll have fans there. And last time we had one in November, I mean, in the middle of COVID, and we sold it out. So I'm stoked. Yeah, just to get back in front of the crowd and be – yeah, in the hometown, in front of all my family, friends. So, wh- what yeah, are you going f- St. Patrick's weekend, so.
0: I mean, yeah. it couldn't be better for a guy like you with the yeah. Irish Robert McGee name. You know, I got to ask, since you've got the Irish name, are you a fan of Irish Mickey Ward?
1: Uh, I like, I'm a fan of Irish Mickey Ward or Tori Gatti. I like that. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a big you know. fan of him, but, I mean, I've watched, like, the I mean, those some wars. Yeah,
0: yeah I, like I say, man. It's, yeah, I like
1: him. He's smart. My bad. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Okay. I like cool. There was a little bit of a sure. there was
0: a little bit of a lag. I'm like,
2: I wasn't trying to cut you off. My bad. <laughs> well, Corey, I've been flapping my gums for a little bit. What you got for uh, Mr. McGee? Well, I feel like this is such a fitting question. I hate to kind of be the quintessential guy and beat you with, I'm sure, a question you've probably heard twenty times at this point, but. Realistically, with going against somebody who is so skilled in MMA and has multiple thirty fights, like Kyle had mentioned up to this point, um, what do you think the hugest difference are, differences are between the striking elements in boxing compared to the striking elements in MMA, and where do you see <laughs> your yeah. you're, you're going to be able to be more successful in that difference?
1: Um, I just think like it's always tough fighting an MMA guy. I mean, I guess it's just awkward a little bit. They have, like, a different, like, timing on their punches, I feel like. And, like, the range and striking in MMA versus boxing is just different. I feel like boxing is, like, faster paced when it comes to punching. And, like, I feel like when I use my jab and, like, I don't think he'll be able to handle my jab alone. Just off of, like, having that in his face. I don't know if he's ever had somebody who's going to be right there in the pocket. Letting, his, letting their hands go, like, I mean, I can. It's di- I mean, it's definitely different, though, fighting an MMA guy. It's always awkward at first, but.
2: So. You can see, yeah, you can see how, like you were saying, even with just something as simple as the jab, because I'm actually a huge MMA, that's kind of my forte, I guess you could say, on the podcast. And um, <clears throat> you can see something as simple as the jab has even kind of started to take over. I mean. You would think it's kind of the simple punch, quintessential, you know, everybody learned it as their first strike, essentially. But um, it's just really – you're really starting to see it even take hold in, like, championship matches and stuff like that. So I I completely agree with you on your point. Like, something as simple as the jab could really throw off somebody who is used to that MMA timing, like you were saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean – yeah, I feel like an MMA, like – when the best boxer I've seen in MMA would be Cody Garbrandt. Like him versus like Dominic Cruz. That was a beautiful, beautiful, uh, like display of boxing. I thought like, I remember watching that fight and was just like, damn, this guy can box. that, That honestly made me think that I could like go fight in a, in a cage and like when, just because of the way he boxed so I could do that to be honest. But I mean, just seeing him box the way he boxed, I mean, he had an answer for everything and really just with the jab and like his head movement alone.
0: So what was it that made you choose straight boxing versus MMA? I, uh, because I started with boxing when I was 13, I fought, uh, I fought four times as an amateur and I then I switched over to jujitsu and did Muay Thai and the other stuff, too. So what was it that made you you know stay with straight boxing
1: when MMA seemed to be the hot new thing? Yeah, so um, I just walked into a boxing gym with my buddy one day and uh, I kind of fell in love with it. Um, I mean, I did. I didn't kind of fall in love with it. I've been doing it for 12 years. But with MMA... I just don't see – like, I don't know. It sounds disrespectful, too. But, like, I honestly see it as, like, a street fight more. And I'm also, like, claustrophobic. Like, I can't, like, handle – like some. I tried to wrestle. I could not do it. I could not do it. But I just love, like, the the skills, like, in boxing. Like, people say, like – some people say MMA's more technical, which I don't think at all. Because, I mean, all you have is your hands in boxing. Like if you're if you're getting beat up, like you can't take somebody down, you can't choke them out, you can't kick them. Like you just got to stand up. You're gonna fight, or you like get knocked out or stopped. And it's when it's done right, when it's done like when it's done correctly, and it looks good. I mean, I think there's nothing more beautiful than that. I
2: see. I it's hard to argue. Same with, with MMA; that
1: point. it's an art too.
2: It it, it is hard to argue at that point. That that is a very good <laughs> point because. Like you say, uh, in, in, in MMA, it's so much easier to be able to re- reverse the tide of the way that the fight's kind of playing out. I guess you could say, whether yeah, it's like, in your favor or not, you can really exploit. You can really exploit your strengths and stuff like that over people's weaknesses and stuff like that. When it comes to boxing, though, like you say, you literally have the two weapons. It's up to you in which way you implement them. Uh, of course, you have footwork and stuff like that, angles and stuff to be able to push off of. Mm-hmm. But it really does come down to who's able to outclass somebody with um, not not necessarily limited options, because I feel that's not the right word. It's just more so at a technical
1: yeah so point
2: of using two you know two abilities to strike. I guess you could say.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the best way I can put it is like this: like I, like I said, I started with boxing, and then I went and I went to the other side. I mean, the biggest thing you'll notice different, Corey. It's like you were talking about it the other day. You asked, "How come so many guys in MMA when they're in tight, you don't see a guy, you know, with their hand right against their chin? You know, they got their their hand is down here a little bit, which is why dudes are getting caught. Mm-hmm. And it's like I tried to explain. When you come from a straight boxing background, I mean, it depends on your coach, though. But at least for me, from the time I started, you're taught to keep your hands like this. You got your hand on your chin, you know, you got, you know, or if you're going to use your shoulder, however you're going to, you know, do your guard, I always was taught to punch like that. And I even did that even once I started, you know, doing Muay Thai. Now my feet, you know. Yeah,
1: even, you'll see, sometimes I see people like this, like, shot comes straight through the middle. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> like, wait, yeah, your hand's up, but. Yeah, well, and that's
0: gotta... the thing, that's why I say, like, you know, there's a time and a place where you can do that if you're trying to block a kick or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, for the most part, when I'm moving around, I did boxing for so long before I did anything else. So it's, like, it's just natural for me. It feels weird to, like, not, you know, not have you know your hands up it's funny how that works it's like they almost become like glued to your face anytime you're even like shadow boxing like yeah (laughs) so let me ask you about that so there's a lot of things a lot of news been going around the world of boxing and i'd love to hear you know a boxer's thoughts on this so first of all what are your thoughts on uh The Jake Paul fights and stuff like that. Jake Paul is going to fight Ben Askren. Do you think it's good for boxing, or do you think it's a slap in the face to boxing? Because I've heard both sides of it.
1: Uh, I mean, it could. I mean, I guess it's good for boxing. Do I? I mean, do I like it? No, not at all. Because I mean, Jake Paul. I don't care. I don't care who trains him. Like. doesn't matter like he's not he's not about he's not but he's promoting him himself like I mean I can't knock him for that he's making money but like for him to like he's calling out Canelo he wouldn't be able to win the local Golden Gloves in the novice division like, I don't, I don't think really or if he went to a national tournament he'd get destroyed
0: I can't even argue that. But, I,
1: just, I wondered your thoughts because I know mean, a lot of guys
0: were taking it as disrespect because all the money's making.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sucks too because, I mean, like, I'm not making, I'm not making a lot of money yet. Or even, like, I can't even say I'm really making money yet. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm losing money, but, like, <laughs> in all in all honesty, um, yeah, I mean, kudos to him. Like, he's doing it. I mean, he's got a lot of eyes on him. I'd fight, too. I mean, if I knew I could, like, yeah. You always hear people say, oh, if they offer me 10 mil, i fight Mike Tyson. I'm like, you might die, though. Like, you could <laughs> die. Like, people don't think about it. Like, if Jake Paul steps in there with somebody good, like, they're going to crack him. I, and Ben Askren, I don't think, is that guy. No. Great matchup for Jake. Great matchup for Jake.
0: Look. Yeah. I got to give the kid credit where credit's due because what he did is he checked the three boxes that he would want to check. He checked off MMA champion, ex-UFC fighter. The one that he didn't check is a guy who can fight on his feet for shit. So, and that's his MMA fan. That's what's got us all like, damn it. I hope that he wins this for the sake of MMA because if he loses... Damn it, Jake Paul will never just,
2: let anyone hear the end of it. It's just the worst possible example that you could bring over, honestly. And in the case of It was sure, on purpose. Why do you think he sure picked him? Sure. Yeah. Well oh, no. That's what I, that's my point. I was yeah, actually about yeah, to it was all good. He could he literally could not have done a better job of cherry picking his opponent. He literally could not have done a more perfect job. Like you said, Kyle, he He fits that mold perfectly for people who aren't necessarily familiar with the UFC and the fact of former champion from a different, you know, organization, fought in the UFC, got wins even in the UFC. And, dude, he didn't lose for like eight years, but he self
0: admittedly said, I don't want to fight on the feet. Why do you think in all his fights he
2: took people down? Beat him and up. So it, it was well,
0: a blueprint. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah look at, he's, for for those of you who were have, who did happen to be watching when this uh, all took place, look back at his fight with Damian Maya. He wasn't not able to get Damian Maya down successfully at any at any consistent rate, and um, so it ends up being a striking match between two extremely gl- grappling. A
0: wrestler a guy trying to throw hands. I mean. <laughs>
2: It was, uh, yeah, it was as rough as you could have possibly imagined. And um, if he goes in there with any semblance of uh, the striking he showed in that match, he's going to be the next one that gets uh, put to sleep by uh, Jake Paul. Yeah, it's going to be a meme. (laughs) Yeah, dude,
0: if he got put to sleep by Jake Paul, oh, my God.
2: It's so unfortunate, but it's like, uh, of all the... The
0: scary part is it could happen, is the scary part of it. (laughs) Like... I wonder. I wonder
2: what the odds
0: are on. We can knock him and out, honestly, too. Yeah. And that's the thing with that overhand right he throws. Even if he don't know how to throw shit else.
2: Well, look at what if he you have, have a re- last guy happen with
0: Mosvadall minus the knee
2: and switch it to an overhand right. Oh my god! <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's either going to be embarrassing in a win or it's going to be very embarrassing. With a loss, I, but either way, I don't think I don't think it's going to go very well for him. Yeah, I really honestly don't. Well, something that was going
0: well for you. Either way, I, I mean, he... go ahead, my bad. There's a little bit of a I delay. Said, yeah, been paid.
2: yep paid. Yeah, yeah, and that's all you can ask for, especially to come out of retirement and to do something that you're uh, not necessarily the most skilled at. Might as well collect that paycheck, man. Might as well get yep. that Yeah. You know? <laughs>
0: Well, what I was going to ask is you mentioned when we were talking about the whole Jake Paul thing in the front, like, you know, you didn't think he would even be able to win the Golden Gloves, which I completely concur. You, sir, on the other hand, from what I was reading, I read that you went for the Olympic trials in 2020. Yes, sir. Am I correct? Or is that that internet bullshit? Yes, sir. I want to hear about this, man. So tell me a little bit about that. Like, you know, for those of you who don't know, like the amateur system. (laughs)
1: No, no, it's not internet bullshit. You
0: know, I knew it wasn't. But like I say, I did my research. So the reason I ask is because I've always been so fascinated with the way that the amateur system works. Like I said, having fought as an amateur and stuff like that. And then you see how it works to where like you have to be an amateur to fight in the Olympics and all that stuff. So Tell me a little bit about the experience, you know, going for the Olympic trials like that, and you know, what were your biggest takeaways from it? Uh oh.
2: Hard, hard life. Biggest takeaways,
1: I'd say, would just the experience, like going up. Oops. They're knowing that I'm um, one of the top eight in the country. Qualifying for it was tough alone. And um yeah, it was extremely tough. I mean, you had to you had to make it to the finals and uh they take the top eight. And then I went up there. I drew the number one guy, um, Raheem Gonzalez. He's out of Las Vegas. Can box. I'll be, I mean, he boxed my ears off. I'll be honest. He boxed my ears off. You guys hear me? Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Felt like I lost you for a second.
0: There was. You did. We lost right, you can, so. My <laughs> bad, my bad.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So I fought him. It was his second time actually at the he Olympic lost, trials. Yeah. I think he went when he was like 18. And uh, he waited another four years. He won the Olympic trials. He beat every – I mean, he won every fight he won, so he'll be representing us in the uh, in the Olympics in 2022 or this summer, 2021. And um, then the next fight, I actually fought a guy out of D.C. His name was Nasheed Smith, and we had a real tough fight. I thought I won. My coach thought I won. A lot of people in the crowd thought I won. It was close. It was a split decision. I lost that one, though. But that's just how it goes. But, I mean, just to be up there with all, I mean, the best in the country, it was like a huge confidence boost for me just seeing that.
0: So how many times were you guys fighting in a day for the Olympic trials? Is it one fight in a day, or is it like the Golden Gloves where you're fighting multiple times?
1: So, yeah, one fight a day. And it's double elimination. One fight a day. If you lose, you'll fight the next day.
0: Okay. That's got to be – And then, yeah, seven days straight.
1: Yeah, so, like – Yep. And then, like, even if, like – Yeah, it's tough for everybody. (laughs) It's tough for everybody. I mean, I saw people, like, I thought were going to win, get knocked out up there. People that I saw win at, like, the qualifiers – that swept their bracket, go to and out. Like, I mean, it was all, it's tough. Anybody can win up there on any given day.
0: That's insane. But, I mean, that puts you right in the dogfight. You already know that you can handle, you know, top flight competition as you start mm-hmm. to mark now um,
2: as a pro. Um, go ahead. Real real quick, what was that, what was that like trying to make that one-day turnaround after self-admitting, like, kind of getting
1: your – you quote yeah no getting didn't beat got, like that
2: you, you got your ears boxed off you know
1: what yeah saying? man that was that was tough and then like yeah. everybody like, everybody back home knew like everybody back home knew that was tough really like going into it and then like he was the number one seed then i'm like damn like i'm gonna have to fight him again like if i win i keep winning i'm gonna have to fight him again Like that was tough, and like I do want to fight him again down the road, and I think like in a three round, three round fight, like that's not my, that's not where um
0: where you shine.
1: Yeah, I think like I started like not saying
0: you're a slow starter.
1: I am a slow starter for sure. Yeah, most definitely. See that a lot.
0: I, I felt like you a saw a lot of that with uh, that Roy. You mentioned the whole Mike Tyson thing. I feel like you saw a lot of that with Roy Jones in that fight. Because if you notice by the end of the, not that I thought that it was going to make a whole lot of difference because Mike was throwing the whole time anyway. But if you watch that fight, it seemed like the later it got in the fight because there were shorter rounds and they only had, what was it, like five or six rounds? And so by the end of it, it seemed like Roy Jones started to kind of get his timing. Because the shorter rounds and less rounds screwed it up, so I could imagine if you're a slow starter that a three round clip has gotta speed things up
1: yep <laughs> yeah and you got I mean I'm not I'm not I mean I'm fast but I'm not the most like I gotta I gotta wait to like set you up like I gotta keep cat like I gotta work to like time it all out like I'm not the fastest like just like. I'm not even a – like, I'm not a fast sprinter. You got these people that just come in, throw 18 punches, and they're gone. And they do that for three minutes straight for three rounds. Like, I'm just getting started. I mean, it's always tough, but, I mean, we made it there. So, I mean, my style works. I just – I definitely had more of a pro style as an amateur, and that's just how it was trained. So do you think that's
0: going to have... serve you well against uh, a guy who's a full-blown MMA fighter? Do you think that that's going to be the big difference, that you'll know how to work that pro boxing style against a guy who's probably just looking to make it dirty and gritty against you?
1: Yeah. I'm expect, I'm expecting him to make it dirty. I'm going I'm to keep him all like, – ideally, he doesn't get close enough to even, like, land a shot. I know I got some reach on him. And I'm going to try – yeah, keep my distance move around use of ring back him up a little bit i know i'm like a lot of mma guys i feel like when they get in the bison ring they just know to come straight forward so i'm gonna try to put him on his back foot
0: it makes sense i mean and that's why when i saw a 20 and 10 mma fighter i'm like well there's only one way i can really see this going unless this guy's got like bomb ass hands that nobody knows about i'm like he's gonna have he's gonna try to make this dirty somehow um with that being said, you're seeing a lot of MMA guys instead of going the boxing route, I mean, while you still see it. We're seeing a lot of guys go towards the bare-knuckle FC route. What are your thoughts on that and, like, <laughs> have you watched
1: any of it? Uh, I've seen some pictures of some people after their fights. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no way in hell I want to do that, man. <laughs> I love
0: the brutal honesty. Right I, I had to ask because we just so happen to have the guy that's getting ready to fight for the heavyweight title on the show. So, I mean, we've had a couple guys and girls from uh, Bare Knuckle FC on the show. So uh, I had to get your thoughts being a pure boxer because it seems like even in that sense, pure boxers are the ones that are doing the best in Bare Knuckle FC, except yeah. for if they get tied up in a clinch because in Bare Knuckle <laughs> FC. You can hold on to them for a little bit. So, you know, a little bit of the dirty boxing is cracking people. But how much of it have you seen and what are your thoughts, man? You, I know you said you don't want to do it, but do you enjoy watching it?
1: Yeah. So I've watched uh, – I actually uh, – I haven't watched any of the, like, the Bare Knuckle FC, the BKFC or whatever. They just have one in Kansas City. And I know there's a guy, Nico Hernandez, who fights in it. Okay. In the city. And he was a – he was a – a bronze medalist in the 2016 Olympics, but he's fighting in it. And, um, I mean, they got to be paying because I don't I don't know why somebody like him with, like, his boxing skills would be fighting in it. So they got to be paying well.
0: Well, it's, you've it's seen not, it from guys in the UFC too. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, if they – maybe, I mean, if they came up to me and asked me to fight down the road, possibly, but hopefully I'm never in a situation where I have to do that. But man, I, do, I, I
0: do. Roman had put the veto, he's got to protect the moneymakers, man. you going to bust them boys up.
1: <laughs> I watch uh sometimes on YouTube these, like, Russians in, like, a parking garage with, like, hay bales, and it's bare-knuckle fighting. And that's, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Corey, you know what he's talking about?
2: I, I do, unfortunately. I, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. I do. I, I dwell maybe some of the holes of the internet that – uh the same as you and Yeah, I've seen I've seen the Russian guys with the hay barrels It's it's uh
1: it's interesting. Yeah, and there's one. like there's like a yeah, somebody's girlfriend and like an infant and they're holding them in the background. You got a coach like <laughs> corn water on their head in between rounds are in blue Oh man, it's bad.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> it, it is. It's it's Dude, like, so,
0: Corey, is uh, it worse than uh, Bare Knuckle Kingdom?
2: <laughs> yeah, because Bare Knuckle Kingdom was at least a promotion. This, these guys, it's it's very similar to uh, somebody we may have had some recent contact with in Street Beefs. Uh, it's similar to them, but in a Russian, more, uh, very Russian style, If you, you know. Hey, at like least Street Beefs else. has got a case. <laughs> Yeah, Street <laughs> Beefs is at least trying, man, sometimes.
0: Hey, they actually put some good guys out of there. Have you ever checked out Street Beefs?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was actually at a knockoff Street Beefs the other night. No
2: way. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah, well, tell us about <laughs> yeah. that.
1: So, yeah, we uh, my coach met these guys that were uh, fighting fighting on this pro show. They are boxing, and uh, he met them, and he's – we're from our like the same town I live in. I'm like I never heard of these guys. So, so we got done sparring. He's like, yeah, man, they're having fights today. So we went and pulled up. And sure as shit, there's 30 people out there. They got uh, stakes in the ground, two ropes. They got like a 13 by 13 foot ring, and they're just beating the shit out of each other. They got a belt and everything. What, what, was it one of the
2: actual street beef affiliates, or do you? Do you remember yeah, I don't name?
1: know if it was I think the guy's trying to make
2: it like Street Beefs.
0: Okay. So if you're a fan of like? Street Beefs, you definitely need to I'm stay tuned because before you before. might uh you might like what you might be seeing come real soon. Uh <laughs> but dude, I had to ask because man, I've been checking out the videos where they like take them to like uh I saw some of Anthony Pettis' guys, I saw some of the guys from Bellator watching the fights and they're kind of like uh, kind of giving their thoughts on the fights but man it's crazy like I feel like when we were you know I say that but when we were kids man Corey you remember we used to fight up at the hill
2: but do you remember exactly what happened and how quickly that was the best too long. Ever.
0: this kid got caught with long. like a chicken wing where his arm was stuck behind his back and got picked up and slammed in and it and he, and he broke his ribs And and the cops showed up and he couldn't even run because the poor guy is like bleeding out his mouth, man. It, it was... <laughs> and we were gone. We were gone, dude. We weren't waiting for uh, round two. So our street beef streams were uh, dashed. But uh, <laughs> it made for good stories. Speaking of good stories, as mentioned, we also cover the pro wrestling end of things. So... were you ever a fan of wrestling did you watch it at all if so it is 316 day did you ever watch old stone cold
1: oh stone cold see i don't know if i even really i remember stone cold but i don't i I was like more of a Shawn michaels kind of guy okay too young for stone cold but i do like him in his movie i think he's not not bad actor not a bad actor
0: so it's so funny that you say that you're an HBK guy because HBK is the one that Austin took the belt from to start the whole thing. So it was insane. That was back in like 98. But that is yeah. not a bad pick, sir, because HBK is widely considered one of the best to ever do it as well. Um And let me tell you, you talk about him seeming to be a good actor and stuff. The crazy thing is, I mean, I never expected the guy to be like, I didn't expect him to be a little guy, but I mean, shit, he's in his fifties and the man still is jacked. I'm like, damn, I need to be looking like that when I get that age. Like for real, I'm just throwing that out there. Cause if well, I can look half like that at that age and not like some uh, old slob, we'll be looking good.
1: What's this <laughs> one thing that that used to- go ahead.
0: That's go ahead.
1: You, uh, I was going to say, what's his skull, skull ranch or whatever. What's his Logan
0: show Cole ranch. Yeah. He had, um, he had his own show where he had like the full blown obstacle course. And like, I listened to his podcast a ton and like he talked about it. He's like, dude, I'm not going on TV looking like a fat piece of shit. He was like, <laughs> so every time he would have any TV show, like now he's got that straight up Steve Austin that comes on after raw and stuff. Like he, he, um, he was real big on like I'm not going back on TV if I'm not in good shape. So, uh, yeah, man, it's crazy. You would think the guy's ready to get back in the ring, although most of us would like. I don't see. Uh, I don't see that ever happening. Although he's can lay claim to stunning the president. <laughs> so, all right. Let's talk a little bit more about the fight before we let you get out of here. You know, you're going to war this Saturday, March 20th. Are you? Is it going to be streaming anywhere?
1: Um, No, it won't be streamed, but I'll definitely have a – I'll probably make an IGTV on my Instagram. Okay. After the fight. Yeah. How, many,
0: how many rounds are you scheduled for in
2: this one?
1: Four rounds. So this will be my third fight. I'm going four rounds. May first, I'll also fight St. Charles, Missouri. That'll be my last four round fight. Then we're gonna move it up to six.
0: So at four rounds, you know, you said you felt like three rounds was a little bit constricting. Do you feel like by the by the fourth round, you're you know you're kind of cracked loose because uh, it's not a whole lot more time, man. I know three minutes seems like a long time, but it goes by like that. A
1: fight, yeah. Yeah, so my first fight, I went all four rounds, won a unanimous decision. Um, my second fight, I got him out of there in the second round. Really, I'm looking forward to go, moving up to six. I'm really looking forward to moving up to six. Well,
2: next extra round is much, Especially as the level of competition and stuff kind of continues to rise mm-hmm. and stuff, too. You'll really see, you'll be able to kind of, like you said, or had it kind of alluded to there that you kind of g- start to gain hold I guess in those later rounds and with that 6th 5th and 6th round that'll be a big difference it really will yeah.
1: yeah
0: so for you right now man as you're you know making your way up the ranks in boxing for your money who's your favorite boxer to watch who's your favorite fighter to watch right now and who you know who do you think is the best boxer right now Pound for pound.
1: Yeah, so best pound for pound I would say right now would be either Terrence Crawford or Canelo Alvarez. Just like Terrence Crawford, his skills his skill level, I mean, he's special for sure. And then Canelo, I mean, he's just he's beat everybody. Yeah. But my favorite to watch, oddly enough, is Billy Joe Saunders. I really <laughs> like watching him and like Tyson Fury. I don't know why I like them so much. I mean, Billy's movement and like just the guy like, who he is. Like I like listening to him talk smack. He's funny.
0: I like it. So it sounds like we're on about the same page. Cause for my money, man, Canelo has got to be the best in boxing right now for the exact reasons that you named short of him getting another fight with Floyd Mayweather, which we know isn't going to happen. No. I mean, that's really the only fight left. That I would want to see him fight again, really, other than doing what he wants to do and trying to unify the titles. Because, go ahead.
1: When he fought Floyd, I mean, a lot of people don't like people bring up, oh, he fought Floyd, but I mean, he was either twenty one or twenty two. He was young. Yeah, so
0: babyface Canelo. Twelve rounds
2: with the goat the Floyd camp knew exactly what they were getting their hands on. They were getting their hands on the new up and coming prospect. And that was their way of kind of cementing their legacy, I guess for a longer laning, a longer length than even their career necessarily deemed, I guess, you know, like every time now that Canelo gets brought up or something like that, you you still have to make that. Well, he lost to Floyd, but, 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 and it goes back and forth, but, What ends up happening is either way, Floyd's name still gets mentioned, and that's exactly Mm -hmm. what he wanted out of that by fighting him young, in in my opinion. It was more than just getting a win over a top guy. It was getting a win over somebody he thought was going to be the future of boxing.
1: Yeah, it makes sense.
2: All right,
0: so here's the thing. Like I said, I agree with you completely. I think that Canelo is number one pound for pound, but for you, what do you think it's going to take to get boxing kind of back on its like mainstream hit? Because the funny thing with boxing is no matter what happens, whether it's MMA getting bigger or maybe bare knuckle FC coming out or whatever, whatever it is, boxing always has that allure that I think UFC and everything else kind of, you know, goes after in that when it's a big boxing fight. People will always buy a boxing pay per view. I don't know why. It's just a proven fact. Like, if it's a big enough fight, even if you don't hear about the media, even if you don't see all of the hype for it, the same way maybe you'd see a UFC fight or whatever the case might be, you still see, you know, you still see all the hype in the pay per views for it. So, what are your thoughts on the state of boxing right now? And what do you think it's going to take to get it back in the mainstream?
1: Yeah, get it back in the mainstream, I think. I mean, I feel like it's right now it's like doing better than it's been. Agree. Like before like before all you had was Floyd um at 130, I mean, you got Ryan Garcia. All the, I mean, everybody knows Ryan Garcia. All I people ask me all the time, would you fight Ryan Garcia? I'm like I got 50 pounds on like no. But, I mean, I would. Like, he's got a lot. Of, like, he's got a lot of, I'd cut some weight. I'd make a catch weight for sure. But, I mean, I'll never fight him. But, I mean, that weight class alone, Tank Davis, Javante, like, Ryan, Tafima Lopez, all them guys, Derek, Devin Haney, like, that's that's the hottest weight class I think right now. And then the heavyweight division was dead. That's back popping again. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, Andy Ruiz, all, all these Guys are, like, fighting each other now. So, I mean, I think I think it's coming up. And also, like, give me back. We'll be back. Let me get to about 15-0. and 0. So,
0: let me ask you about that. So, you mentioned you're a Tyson Fury guy, bro. Mm-hmm. So, what were your thoughts on his foray into the WWE?
1: See, I didn't see that, but... Who'd he fight? Who'd he fight in there?
0: They had him in, um, damn, I'm trying to think. It wasn't, it wasn't Wagner. Um,
1: that was when he first, that was right before he fought. And he went to
0: one of the Saudi Arabia shows. He was on like the All big right. Saudi Arabia show. He won his match, but man, you know, that man, you talk about knowing how to put on an entrance, man. It's crazy how the guys outside pro wrestling can do pro wrestling better. Half the fucking time. Than the guys in pro wrestling,
1: he's a showman
2: for sure. He's incredible at it. What's your thoughts on the uh, the announcement of the two uh, signed bouts between him and Anthony Joshua?
1: Yeah, um, I like that. I think I don't see anybody beating Tyson Fury, to be honest.
2: I I I love I mean, the fact that they're finally it, staying active. It yeah, like, it's. Kyle had asked the question, like you, uh, like you were saying, of what can make boxing, you know, kind of more into the mainstream and stuff. And in my opinion, it's honestly active champions and interesting contenders. And I mm-hmm. think the, the mix of that too is what exactly what boxing needs. And that's what you were alluding to, kind of with the one hundred and thirty division and the lower weight divisions like that. Is that they're they're doing a better job of getting a lot more interesting prospects and a lot more eyes on their champions that are very dominant champions. But yeah. um, it's just, that's that's in my eyes, that's exactly what it needs. It needs interesting prospects, but dominant champions, somebody that can really hold their reign on a belt and also be active. They need to be current enough where their name stays active in the media because you look at anything nowadays, the media cycle so quick. It's you, you have to kind of stay in people's face. You really do.
1: Yeah, you can go viral for a day.
2: Yeah. And then then the very next day, you'll be like, oh, what
1: was that? What was that video
2: that everybody was talking about? Yeah. It's, it's really is that fast. And that's, that's why you see the, grasp of people in the ufc and stuff like that who have been able to maybe stay more active and stuff over the last couple years especially this last year with the pandemic and stuff you see why they've been able to garnish such uh popularity in a quick time and it's because of that activity that activity is a huge thing so
0: what what are your thoughts on that do you think in 2021 we're going to see boxing be able to open back up more with uh you know like I say, you don't you're not seeing nearly as many boxing fights as you are with UFC at this point. Do you think
2: yeah. that things are starting it's, to open back up? It, you'll see more fights. It seemed like For on the sure. higher level. It seemed like on the higher level, the only real promotion that was going at a consistent rate, somewhat last year, was Top Rank. Everybody yeah, else, top seemed,
1: rank. Every,
2: everybody else, seemed to take the year off. To be
1: honest, yeah, yeah. Top Rank did uh, really good during the pandemic. I feel like, I mean, they had boxing every. Thursday night, I believe. On ESPN for a while. Yeah. But yeah, really, I mean, once stuff starts opening up, I mean everybody's worried about money too. And I mean they want to get their like their purse or their from the gate and all this stuff. So once we start opening stuff up, I'm sure you'll start seeing more fights. But also too, like with they were talking like Ryan, like all these guys, like right now up at the top, like in every division. It seems like they want to fight each other. Like they really want to fight each other. Like Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence. Like I know, I know Terence Crawford and Errol Spence both want to fight each other. It's just they can't make it happen. With it's the,
0: just the business and
1: the business. But like, sure, I, I believe it'll happen.
0: I, that fight's got to happen, man. Because yeah. the way them two are chirping, and the fact that they're legitimately two of the best, yeah, out right now. I mean, that's the thing. That's one thing I think that's plagued boxing as opposed to MMA. In that, in a lot of in a lot of cases, you would see champions who would pick, pick and choose who they were gonna. You know what I mean? Pick and choose who they were gonna. Uh, You know, pick and choose who they're going to fight. Guys would pad their records and then you would see them get to that one tough guy, or maybe the guy that was supposed to be like, you know, the tough test and then they lose. Where, you know, like I say, now it seems like when you got a guy like Canelo, for example, who's straight up saying, I want every champion in this division, I want to unify the belts. Like, that's what boxing needs. That's the kind of champion they need, and a guy like Tyson Fury, like you mentioned. Um, I did go back and look at it. Kyle, I see you watching with us. Um, Tyson Fury faced Braun Strowman in WWE. That's who we faced, in, uh, and Braun Strowman is a big, giant SOB, too, man. So uh, the two of them in the ring was uh, quite the sight. Although Braun may have had the muscle, I'm looking like, man, it's only going to take one left hook. And then, <laughs> dude, I'll never forget. Did you ever see when Floyd uh, was in WWE?
1: Yeah, watch that, bro. Yep.
0: When he broke Big Show's nose that first night he came out, he rifled off about fifteen punches. And I've heard Big Show talk <laughs> you, about you it in interviews afterwards. He 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 knew he was going to hit him, but he hit him so many times that when he broke his nose, he took off and was going to kill Floyd Mayweather, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. it's what, always cool i I think guys like Tyson Fury are gonna be a big help for uh boxing, man
2: what what was your guy's thoughts? your immediate reaction to when you seen Tyson Fury to yeah, yeah. wire fight when you True. when you guys seen him pop up off the ground like like nothing had ever happened what was your guy's?
0: I thought he was trying to be the undertaker for a minute
1: in the children, I thought the undertaker man.
0: <laughs> see
1: I tell you. He it took a page out
0: the old dead man's book. Yeah, <laughs> I was no, hoping.
1: Was, I don't know if I knew he was going to get up or if I was just saying he was going to get up. But he got up. It was crazy was- the way
0: it happened too. Like you don't ever see it like that. It's always like the slow stagger. But he just like it was like they put the <laughs> paddles on. his
2: chest.
1: like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got right up.
2: <laughs> it was it was like he flipped it. He. It was like the thought crossed his mind. It was like he woke up in time. He
1: saw, huh? <laughs> he, <laughs> he saw himself. Huh?
2: He saw his soul, soul
1: start, start believing his body. body like, here. oh, shit, I ain't done, done yet. He came back in.
2: <laughs> Whatever happened, man, he flipped that switch because he really did. He went from a guy that was uh, no longer with us to somebody that was completely, not only back and content, but uh, – in pretty much everybody's opinion that I've uh, talked to about it, won the rest of the round after that. I mean, and, like, I mean, you know, could, could almost good. argue he took Deontay Wilder's fight away, man, because
0: look at this, man. Now him and his trainer split and all this other shit that's happened after the fight and all that, man, it's crazy. Maybe it was all yeah. up from the sit-up, man. It was all yeah. in the
2: sit-up. Yeah, what, what, what's your thought scary. on all the excuses that, he, uh, that Wilder was throwing out?
1: I don't know. I mean that was I was an excuse is an excuse. Like like my coach always told me, like, I mean, if you lose, like you, it's on you. Like no one no one wants to hear no one wants to hear that shit. Like what, 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 my,
2: what about the forty pound costume, dude? The forty pound
1: like why you walk he looked like the uh what's the guy, uh samurai? The samurai from the teenage Mutant ninja turtles. <laughs> <laughs> what's his name oh, that's man. what his costume look like why would you
0: to i can picture it in my head oh my god <laughs> dude thrasher?
1: yeah it's
2: not thrasher it's something like that why
1: can't i think of it that's so hilarious. whether it was a slasher maybe yeah it's something
0: it's, it's something along it. that ilk i feel like an idiot i can't figure it out and if any of you guys yeah. watch and know who it is kyle i know you know uh comics and all that good stuff you need to help us out but we're getting towards the end of our time here man so i just want one more time to give you the chance to throw all your social media and uh any last words for your opponent or why anybody needs to check you out when you come to town to throw those hands
1: yes sir so i mean if you come to town you definitely want to check me out i mean i'm trying to bring back like old school boxing really just like the art of everything, nothing. Like really, just about my business, going to work for however many rounds I'm fighting, not dropping my hands. Like really, trying to punish some people and uh, and be a gentleman about it, and really like uh, represent the sport well. But one, I'm my Facebook is Robert McGee R O B E R T M A G E E. Instagram. Is the Jeffco Rocky the Jeffco Rocky? J E F F C O R O C K Y, and that's and all I got. Get,
0: and if you guys missed out on the beginning of the interview where he explained the story behind that Instagram handle, you're need, gonna need to check it back out on YouTube once it's up there and aired. Well, man, we appreciate your time. I appreciate Best of luck. it. You know. Like I say, I can't wait to see what's next from you. Best of luck this Saturday. And before I go, let's not forget to give a shout-out to, we mentioned Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather Promotion's own, Ken Bankon and Robles, who took a short uh, short notice fight fighting this Friday as well. So, like I said, best of luck to both of you, gentlemen. Hopefully, we'll be able to come back here reporting Ws for the both of you. Well, Corey... Right another one in the books brother man and for any of you that didn't catch it we are also going to be live this thursday with austin bashy before his fight for xfc march 27th on nbc and until next time and in the in-between time peace
1: thank you guys
0: hey appreciate it man.
1: man we live still yeah
0: Nah, Dave, we're good. It'll cut That's in a so second. Gone.
1: All right. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. You guys have a good weekend. You as well, brother. Yeah. I'll have talk to you man. soon.
2: for sure. Yes, sir. Right, anytime. Later.
1: Later.